are now listening to Vibe Selection with Kyra, where you can get the real on today's hot topics. Well, welcome everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Vibe Selection. I am your host, Kyra, and on today's episode, I have joining me intimacy expert and author Susan Bratton, who has published over 34 books and programs and has an Amazon number one bestseller called Sexual Soulmates, The Six Essentials for Connecting Sex, that has sold over one million two hundred and fifty thousand copies worldwide and has been named silicon valley's woman of influence by the business journal and top 10 internet pioneers by ad age magazine just to name a few and today she is joining me to talk about how beginners can explore their bodies and learn different sexual techniques how couples can spice things up in the bedroom and her libido vitality botanical supplements and sexual energy bars she offers miss susan thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing? Hey, Kyra. I'm so great. I'm so happy to be on your show. I was drawn to the album art. And then when I listened to your show and realized what a beautiful, intelligent woman you are, I really have been looking forward to our segment. Yes, absolutely. And I've been diving into a little bit of your work as well. And I'm so very impressed and I'm so excited to have you on today and hear so much more about your expertise and all the fundamentals and just vibing with you today. Like we discussed prior to the show starting is that we also want to vibe out with each other. And it just be more of instead of just, you know, a session where we're just asking, I'm just asking you questions, just like really connecting on a deeper spiritual level, because like you said, that's what vibe selection is all about. And that is what it's all about. Definitely. I really appreciate the care that you bring to your show and how you're really trying to provide guidance and thinking to your listeners. And um, I liked your last episode about the 40 hour work week. And I loved all the COVID coverage that you've been doing. Um, It is a tough time right now and there's so much conflicting information and you're giving such wise advice. Oh, well, thank you so much for those kind words. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Your work is paying off. (laughs) Thank you. So, okay. I know you mentioned um, that in becoming an intimacy expert, you actually got into becoming an intimacy expert um, when your marriage kind of hit like a crossroads a little bit on the sexual level. And you were actually able to work through those intimacy issues. But I know so many people struggle with intimacy and sexuality and becoming more open and honest with their partners and talking and just connecting on a deeper level. So what was the crossing? What was the crossroads for you? And how were you able to put that spice back into your sex life with your husband? Well, I think, well, the first thing is that I think there's a lot of people. It's a wonder anybody has any sex, Kyra. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like so damn hard. Oh, um, yeah. One of the things that I think conspires against a lot of us is our culture mm-hmm. and our society mm-hmm. and religious repression. Yes. And those things make it hard. And then we have for women being estrogen dominant instead of our male body partners being testosterone dominant, we tend to worry a lot. We need mm-hmm. to feel a lot of safety. Mm-hmm. And then we also are the ones who will get pregnant. We're more likely to get the STIs and have down downstream effects from them. The, the vaginal microbiome is a very delicate thing. 
Mm-hmm. And we need heart connection. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the masculine isn't their their genitals are not connected to their heart. Mm-hmm. And they're yes. ready to go way faster than we are. They're like instant, they're always turned on, if you will, compared to what it takes for us in our we're women who run with the moon. Absolutely. And so we have we cycle our desires ebbs and flows with the with the pull of the moon and you know, so we're just so different. It's a wonder, it's a wonder we ever, ever have any sex. Right. <laughs> and then I don't know if you saw the TED talk with Dr. Lori Mintz, but she did a TED talk called the orgasm gap. Mm. That is basically, she did a study where she asked people how easy it was for them to achieve orgasm from penetrative sex, from intercourse. Mm -hmm. And for men, it's like 95% of the time they have no problem. As a matter of fact, the most common issue for men is that they, they don't last as long as they want to, Mm. where for women, maybe half the women could sometimes achieve a climax if all conditions were right. Cause you know, we got our eye on everything as the female, cause we got to keep ourselves safe because the world is not as safe for us as it is for our masculine counterparts. And so with all those things stacked against us, and then you add the fact that sex education in America today is primarily just fear-based abstinence. Oh my God, you're going to mm-hmm. get pregnant. Seme- you should be afraid of semen when mm-hmm. semen's actually very, very biologically good for us women. Our, our vaginas oh. are like sponges and there's over 20 beneficial components of semen. So wow. if we are using good contraception and by good contraception, I really don't think the birth control, this is my personal opinion as a sexual expert and a sexual health expert. I don't think the birth control pill is a good choice. I prefer the IUD, the non-medicated IUD. And if a woman has a copper sensitivity, I also like the new uh, fertility awareness method applications, the apps and the devices that let you know your fertile window, not just Mm -hmm. for conception, but for contraception. You can Mm -hmm. use the apps for contraception. Mm -hmm. So you don't have sex during your fertile window, or you use a condom during that time, or you abstain from intercourse and do other things. And so because we have this struggle to have orgasm, most women who aren't having orgasms from intercourse, they think, oh, well, I'm just not the kind of woman who can have an orgasm from intercourse. And they don't go further and say, oh, it's a learned skill. Well, I'd like to learn how, what do I need to do? And that's what I really like to do is I like to help couples because if she thinks that she can't, then he just assumes she can't. And then she's having sex with him, intercourse with him, and she's not having orgasms from it. And he is, and you do that for a decade and you don't want to have sex anymore. And then your, your sexuality is, is, frittered away and and left on the side of the road when it can be this incredibly nourishing, life-affirming, grounding, calming, connecting, wonderful experience. And that that's basically my story was at you know, at, at 42, I'd never had an orgasm from intercourse. Wow. I could have an orgasm from a vibrator, mm-hmm. but I couldn't 
make love with my husband and have an orgasm. And I thought it was just me. And Mm -hmm. then we almost got divorced because I didn't really want to have sex with him anymore. And so Mm. we said, well, we got to fix this. So we went to a therapist, but she wasn't much help. And then we went to a sex workshop Mm -hmm. and we started learning about our sexuality. And that just got us going. And we started having great sex. And then we started having all kinds of orgasms. And I got so excited about it. I said, we need to build a company and teach people how their bodies work, how to sex techniques, communication skills. We need to teach people what they need to know to have great, hot, heart-connected, passionate lovemaking. Because most people get their information from pornography, which is not at all all the way women want to have sex. Not no, not by the, the slightest. <laughs> exactly. Not real. So that's my story of how mm-hmm. I got onto this path going on 20 years ago mm-hmm. to teach passionate lovemaking techniques, fill that void that exists. Yes. And you know what? I love that about you. I love the fact that you're teaching that because I'm going to just be very honest and open right now. I've never had an orgasm. And it's I mean, for me, like how you mentioned that the only other way you've had one is with a vibrator. And for me, it's been the same thing. And for me, along for a very long time, I was uncomfortable with the idea of actually owning or having a vibrator. My whole mindset was if I want sex, I'll just go out there and get it. But, you know, we're in a pandemic right now and, you know, I'm just wanting something. I want to have sex on a deeper level with someone. I want to have a connection with someone. I'm tired of pointless, meaningless sex because we also don't realize how we create soul ties with all these different sexual partners that we may have. And what they have going on in their lives may not be something that you want to welcome in to that sacred place down there, you know. And so we have to be mindful of that. So it's important for us, especially in the times that we're in right now, to learn about our bodies, how they work. Because like you said, it's been such a taboo within our society of even talking about sex, thinking about sex, having sex. And it's such a natural thing. And people need to know more about it because if you're going to be in a relationship with someone and marry them, ultimately, I mean, this person is, depending on how you want to work your relationship, you're supposed to be with that person for the rest of your life, right? So if the person that you're with, your life partner doesn't know how to sexually please you, then how can you have a fulfilling relationship? Exactly. You know, it's it's deeper than just, okay, we're having sex, wham, bam. It's, it, it, it's something where you're just, con- two souls are connecting with each other on yeah. a higher level and people don't really realize that. So I love the fact that you're teaching that and mo- a lot more people need to know about that. So thank you for that. (laughs) Yeah, well, and it's nice because there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of sex experts now. When I got started almost 20 years ago, there were very few, but there are a lot of people now teaching um, women's empowerment, women's sexual empowerment, how to feel like a sexual goddess, how to get in touch with your orgasm. Uh, It's funny. I'm going down to Costa Rica. My best friend decided to leave the country when the when the pandemic started. And mm-hmm. she and her husband and their little boy moved down to Costa Rica and they're, they've turned out, they love it down there and mm-hmm. they're, they're going to stay down there for a little while longer. And I was 
I found out that another girlfriend of mine is going to Costa Rica and I looked at the place she was staying and it's a, like a workshop experience where you can, you know, find your inner goddess and get your sexual empowerment. And I, there's so many wonderful workshops in, in almost every medium city now um, that w- we, uh, women are beginning to take back their sexuality from the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. We're starting to have and demand what I would call matriarchal lovemaking. And I, and I would love to talk more about what that looks like if you want to go that direction, yes, but I'll please. go anywhere you want to. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's really good. But what's interesting is that the men are actually being kind of left behind. Over the summer, last summer, I did an email series called, so I have an email sex tips newsletter and Mm -hmm. I send out my sex tips in this newsletter and there's always things you can buy from me, but I give, 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 give. I am stuffing the karma machine as fast (laughs) as I can, giving my gifts to the universe while I'm on this planet. (laughs) And so (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I know me too. That's, and I'm lucky that I get to do it. I really am very lucky that I get to do it. And um, I'm so happy to help everybody all the time as much as I can. I'm I'm a person who gets to live in service in a really beautiful way. Mm. And I was um, writing this series. I wanted to, one day I thought to myself, well, you know, I've been having really good orgasms now for the last 20 years because I'm 60 now. Mm-hmm. And my orgasms are better than they've ever been. I'm having the best sex of my life at 60. And yeah. a lot of people think that your life is over at 60 or 50 or 40 or whatever they think. Mm-hmm. But with your sexual maturation, it's very similar to your personal growth. If you are a personal growth mindset person, which you are, mm-hmm. and so your listeners are, then you know that you're getting better all the time because you're constantly learning and evolving. And, and that's how your sex life can be too. If you put your attention on it and your intention into it. And when I thought about, okay, how many different kinds of orgasms have I had? How many different kinds of orgasms can men have and women and female body? And by the way, I support the full expression of gender mm-hmm. across the spectrum, we're, you know, you have a science perspective, which I really appreciate about you. You have, you know, you quote numbers and you look at data and, and things like that, which I love. When you look at the human, the human being homo sapien, we are all of homo sapien mm-hmm. and homo sapiens are either an XX or an XY chromosome. So we are either XX, which is the feminine, the female mm-hmm. with a vulva Mm -hmm. and a uterus and Mm -hmm. we're dominant in estrogen Mm -hmm. and, or we're XY and XY, we have a penis and a prostate and testicles, and we're dominant in testosterone. Mm -hmm. We can have any gender expression we want, but our Mm -hmm. operating system is, is binary. It's one or the other. Mm-hmm. So you can have a non-binary gender expression, but you either have a penis and vulva, penis or a vulva, basically, mm-hmm. and you're either testosterone dominant or estrogen dominant. 
And I think that is very important to understand because the way that the, the masculine, the XY gets ready for sex and has sex is totally different than the XX mm-hmm. female. He's ready to go. He gets an erection quickly. He gets mm-hmm. bathed in testosterone every morning. It makes him horny all the time. He's driven to masturbate on a daily basis or more, maybe not that frequently, but often that frequently because he's got, he's biologically wired to keep his sperm topped off. Mm-hmm. She's running with the moon She's ebbing and flowing. She has her menstrual cycle and goes into estrus every month. She's not waking up horny every day Mm -hmm. like he is. And Mm -hmm. she has as much erectile tissue inside her vulva. She's got three erectile tissue systems, the clitoral, Mm -hmm. the urethral, which they call a G spot, but it's a big spongy tube and the Mm -hmm. perineal. And we have as much erectile tissue in our body as our men do in their penises, but it gets aroused more slowly. So he wakes up horny, he's ready to go. He's got a heart on and he's got a fresh load of sperm (laughs) and he wants to stick it in us. Mm -hmm. And we're just not there. Mm -hmm. And yet then we have intercourse way too fast. We're not Mm -hmm. fully aroused. We're not engorged. We don't have the blood flow. We don't have the turn on. And when we don't get the blood flow and the turn on, Mm -hmm. it doesn't swell up and it doesn't have as much surface area. And it's not sending all the pleasure signals to the brain that it could. Our vulva can't, it needs time, Mm -hmm. half an hour to get really expanded and turned on. And so then we have intercourse and he's done because he came so fast mm-hmm. and we never got off the ground. <laughs> and that's the patriarchal way of having sex is sex is intercourse. I get a hard on. I stick it in you. I ejaculate. We are done. Mm-hmm. And I want to go to the matriarchal way of having sex, which works on the rhythms of the woman. Mm-hmm. Because the man can be in service to the goddess and it will give him immense pleasure. And when he connects his heart to his penis. And when he's present with us and when he slows down, it was funny. I got an email from a guy who said, thank you for that sex technique. Oh my God, I tried it. Mm -hmm. And she had the most intense and best orgasms of any sex we've ever had. And I'm like, okay, dude, which one was it? Cause I've written hundreds of them. (laughs) What are you talking about? Be a little bit more specific on that one. (laughs) And he said, I slowed down. (laughs) And I'm like, well, that's not an actual sex technique. That's just some good advice, daddy. But okay. But that's what I always say. I'm like, you guys turn around and look back and come get us. Come meet us back here where we are. We don't expect us to catch up with you. Come back where we are. Let's start here. Mm -hmm. And that presence and stop trying to like make us have pleasure. Mm. Start having your own pleasure and showing us your pleasure, which Mm -hmm. is this tuning fork, this idea that I'm on vibe selection. I got to talk about tuning forks, right? You have two tuning forks, one in each hand. You hit a tuning fork against something hard. Bing! Mm-hmm. It starts to resonate. And when you hold it up next to the other tuning fork, the other tuning fork starts to resonate on the same vibration. Mm. When he's vibing off his turn on, it's turning us on. Mm-hmm. When he's just 
pushing buttons and twisting knobs and strategizing in his head to try to get us to come. Mm-hmm. Well, then, first of all, that's performance anxiety. We get performance anxiety, too. Mm-hmm. And when he's not there with us, when he's just trying to do us so he can make himself feel good, we don't want that. We mm-hmm. want him to just be in love with us, encourage us, tell us how beautiful we are, how sexy we are. Mm-hmm. How, how does this feel harder or softer? What would you like to do now? Here's some water. I mean, just calm down and drop in, you know? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, that's happened to me before where I'm having intercourse with someone and their thing is to just get off immediately. They're hard. They're ready to go. And I'm like, all right, well, I need a little bit more. I need some oral. I need something going on here. Like what you got going on is not going to help me. And, you know, the other thing is, is a lot of times for men, like you said, they can just automatically get it up. But for women, like I can look at a man and think that he's attractive, but that doesn't necessarily make me wet. It doesn't make me want to have sex with them right off the bat, you know, because for me, and I think everybody is also different too, where some people are able to just have meaningless, pointless sex and, you know, that's okay with them and they can have an orgasm and it's great. But then there's other people like myself that like to have deeper connections, not say that, not to say that I have never had meaningless and pointless sex before, but I've noticed that when I'm connecting with someone, it's just like this euphoria that just kind of comes over me and I'm just able to get with the rhythm of it. And, you know, they in turn, I feel like they start to know where they should go because they want to do a little bit more because they're turned on because like you said, you're turned on by the whole situation. So a lot of times they'll want to go the extra mile to make sure that you feel good and you're getting your bid in, so to speak. And everybody's just enjoying this, this moment of being one together. And I think that's what a lot of people need to start doing, especially those who are beginners and starting off in sex and really wanting to learn about their sexuality. It is learning your body and learning your partner's body as well. Definitely. And I think we have a lot of genital shame. Mm -hmm. And we're afraid to let our partner see, really see our genitals, really look at us. Often as women, we don't look at our own genitals. We don't really know what they look like. They're kind of like down there, you know, Mm -hmm. a disembodied part of us. That's like some orifice for some man's pleasure. Instead of thinking about it as the seat of our power, of our wisdom, of our grace, Mm -hmm. of our creativity. The interesting Mm -hmm. thing about our sexuality is that your lust for life and your creative passion are very much fueled by your sexual drive and desire. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, a person who's living a lusty life is a person who's savoring their sexuality and all the aspects, delicious food and the warmth of friends and community. That's a person who's operating at a higher level, at a higher frequency. Mm -hmm. Their Their vibe is a higher vibe because they're living into their body and their mind, not just their mind. They're, they're loving their body and the pleasure it provides them, themselves and their lovers. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so for someone that wants to learn more about their body and learn about the G spot as far as male and female, mm-hmm. how do they start to do that? What are some techniques that they can do and should they use toys in order to explore their body more? Yeah. Well, um, remember when I was talking about the summer I was doing the, tw- I was writing about the 20 kinds of orgasms. Yes. Our human bodies can experience more than 20 different kinds of orgasms. The male, the X, X, Y, and the female, the XX body are very, very similar. Mm -hmm. The difference is that the male body has the prostate and he's got an outie. His penis is an outie and we have an innie and we have the G spot, which is actually called the urethral sponge. And it's an erectile tissue system. All women can have orgasms from intercourse. All women can ejaculate. Mm -hmm. All women have a G-spot or urethral sponge. We have all this men. Men have P-spots, which is the prostate. They can have prostate orgasms as well as penile orgasms. There's lots of ways we can have orgasms from locations to touch. I just wrote an article for a website about corgasms, which are bellygasms. You can have orgasms from having your belly stroked. You can have orgasms. You can have footgasms, nipplegasms, breastgasms, tonguegasms, mouthgasms. You can have an orgasm from giving oral pleasuring to a penis owner. There's lots and lots of locations and -hmm. there's lots and lots of techniques. Mm -hmm. And then there's lots and lots of objects like sex toys. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, one of the things that I like to recommend for women is to do what my, one of my mentors, Sherry Winston calls orgasmic cross training, Mm. where if you want to learn how to have an orgasm during intercourse, for example, and it's easier for you to have an orgasm from clitoral pleasuring, mm-hmm. pleasure your clitoris, and then add in intercourse. And you'll be cross-training and opening up new neural pathways to your body to access your orgasmic capacity. Mm-hmm. And for women, I really like for a lot of women are like, well, if I use a vibrator, is it going to ruin my ability to have an orgasm without it. it absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Vibrators are really good for orgasmic cross training. They teach you how to have more orgasms from different kinds of stimulation. And there's four different kinds of women's vibrators. And I think all women should over time collect all four and learn how to have orgasms from them. One of them is the air stimulator, mm-hmm. which is like the womanizer. It kind of sucks and blows on your clitoris. Mm-hmm. And then there's the actual vibrator. Like some of them are buzzy, like a, like a little rocket vibe. And some of them are rumbly, like a big Hitachi magic wand, mm-hmm. but that's the vibration piece of it. And then there are thrusters. The thruster is a vibrator that can go inside the vaginal canal. One of my favorites is called the Lady Bi, B-I, because it has two motors. It's kind of like one of those rabbit vibrators where it has an external clitoral vibration and an internal into the vagina vibrator as well. And when you're introducing things into the vagina, that 
helps you get that orgasm from intercourse. So a lot of women, they only have a vibrator that they put externally, but Mm -hmm. internal vibration is very good. You can get G-spot vibrators that go inside as well that are very nice. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth kind is kind of a liquor. It's, mm. it's more like a licky lapper type of a oh. thing. Um, my favorite and that, my girlfriend, that's my girlfriend's favorite kind of vibrator. And, it, and one that I think is best <laughs> is called the Volta, V-O-L-T-A from Fun Factory. That's a very nice vibrator. So once you start messing around with all those different sensations and then you have your partner learn how to make love to you giving you time to warm up, lots of pleasuring beforehand, kissing and breast play, uh, genital massage, oral pleasuring, all fun and enjoyable. And then when they penetrate you, having them know what they're doing, because most men if you're with a male body partner, they're watching pornography and they think that's how they're supposed to have sex with us. Yes. There's, I can give you like one of the things I've been doing lately. I did my come with me 20 kinds of orgasms (laughs) describing how to have each of them. It's on my website, Mm personallifemedia.com is my website and it's all free. It's on there. You can just read those articles and it tells you the 20 different ways you can have orgasms. But lately what I've been doing is I've been writing a series called Making Whoopee Mm 3.0. Making Whoopee is an old person's term for Mm -hmm. intercourse. Mm -hmm. And 3.0 means it's advanced because if I had 1.0, everyone would think they already knew all of it, though Mm -hmm. they don't, Kyra. They don't know. Oh, I know. But they think (laughs) they do. Definitely. So 3.0, and I've got one of your techniques that's a vibe technique. It's named after a musical um, concept. It's called glissando. Do you want me to tell you about that one? Absolutely. I've been dying to hear all about this glissando technique. Tell me more, please. (laughs) So glissando, when you play a harp, Mm -hmm. you know how a harp does that like tickling of the key, tickling of the strings, and it kind of is like a slidey tickle? Yes. Well, that's the musical tech. That's the musical concept for that kind of thing. And a lot of people, and I'm talking about if we have a, a penis owner and a vulva owner, we're talking about the two of them. Now, this can equally work well if you're same sex. It, it's all good. You'll be able mm-hmm. to modify everything and anything I say, Mm -hmm. but let's just make it simple because the large majority of people are in heterosexual relationships uh, today. Although I think that's changing the the tables, the tide is turning. Yes, definitely. Um, The usually what a guy is thinking is I'm going to pump in and out of her vagina. That's Mm -hmm. what I am supposed to do is pump in and out. And some of them also get the notion that if I bang her as hard as I can, I'm doing an even better job. (laughs) And sometimes we want that, but not when we're not warmed up. And Mm -hmm. that's what we should be asking for, not being given without asking. Exactly. We don't need all that stimulation. As a matter of fact, the lighter you go Mm -hmm. and the lighter you touch a clitoris, Mm -hmm. the more responsive it becomes. Mm. So light teaches your body to feel more and to get more pleasure out of everything. Mm-hmm. So instead of going in and out of her, and I, f- I find this a very good technique 
doggy style. If you're kind of on your hands and knees as the feminine Mm -hmm. and he's entering behind you, Mm -hmm. that always feels very nice. And then if he holds her hips and he rocks her up and down on his penis, so he's moving her body Mm. on him and he's basically holding still. Mm-hmm. That's the opposite of what he's normally doing. Mm-hmm. And when she's fluid and she can really glide and fly and allow him to move her, when he moves her, it creates polarity, the masculine, feminine, magnetic energy where she's surrendered and she's allowing him to move her body. Mm-hmm. That puts him as the masculine, sexual kind of guy who's handling what's going on. And she can relax and receive. Mm -hmm. She's the one being moved. And that glissando technique can be very good if he understands that he needs to do long, deep strokes punctuated by shallow, faster strokes. And when Mm -hmm. he goes back and forth between those two, it can really help her achieve her orgasm. There's a technique called thrust in time that uses this 10 count. It's at thrustintime.com. You can download it for free. And It can be done in any sex position, but it's basically solving the two biggest issues of the masculine feminine intercourse problem, which is he comes too fast. She can't come Mm -hmm. because he's stroking on a count of 10. He's going to do one long, deep, slow stroke and nine shallow strokes that are a little faster. And then he's going to do two deep strokes and eight shallow, faster strokes. And then he's going to do three deep strokes and seven shallow strokes. And then he's going to do four deep strokes and six shallow strokes. And by the time he gets to four deep or five deep, she will likely have her first orgasm, and then she can keep going from there. Wow. The counting helps him slow down. The toggling between the shallow and the deep keeps the friction down for her and doesn't wear her out. And when Mm -hmm. he does the shallow ones, and then he gives her the deep ones, and then he takes them away because he's going back to shallow, her body's like... Give me deep ones. <laughs> Go deeper. <laughs> deep ones, deeper, deeper. And so then that makes her body reach for the sensation, which expands her sensation, which moves her closer to orgasm. So those are two techniques, glissando and thrust in time, that are both fluid and they toggle your nervous system. One's a thrust and the other is more of a glide, a glissando. Mm. Just those two things alone ought to do it for anybody, but I got tons more where that came from. (laughs) (laughs) And I love the fact that you are sharing these wonderful techniques with everybody because, you know, um, a lot of times, especially when people are in intercourse and the woman is on top of the male, 
I've noticed a lot of women also, and I hear this from males as well, don't know how to ride properly where it's like they're jumping up and down like a, you know, energizer bunny. And that's not what most men want either. So is it essentially kind of like the same stroking method, like the glissando that you would for a woman to use if she was on top of a male? She can she can, yeah, you want to do short and shallow. Really what you want to do is you really want to tap into, do you know the word Yoni, Y-O-N-I? I do. Okay, good. So that's a that's our tantric sex word for the female genitals. And Lingam is, is the man, his penis. So my cowgirl game is strong, Kyra. Oh, really? <laughs> right on Michael Stallion. <laughs> it's, it, it's more like, I just in the last maybe three or four years have really started to learn how to give myself incredible orgasms from being on top and being in control. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the techniques also in my making whoopee 3.0, I call it the feline grind Mm. because a lot of women, because men have been having sex with us, like they see on porn. Yes. We think we're supposed to slide that penis in and out of ourselves constantly. Mm-hmm. So we get on with cowgirl and we're doing all that bouncing up and down, bouncing up and down. Now, the bouncing up and down can be good because one of my other techniques is called, let me see if I get it right. It's like, um, oh, it's like squatting tiger, bouncing lion or something, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> the feline grind. What's good about that one is that. Instead of just sliding up and down on the penis, you're actually going, taking the penis all the way into your vagina and grinding down on him and having your pelvises kind of mix together Mm. so that he's very, very deep inside you. And it doesn't require that much moving. And one of the things that you can do is you can squeeze your vagina around his penis. That's called pompoir. Of course, the French have a word for it. P-O-M-P-O-I-R, pompoir. And that's where you begin to get your vaginal muscles strong enough to be able to grip his penis and to be able to squeeze it from the bottom to the top and the top to the bottom. You can articulate the muscles in your vaginal canal. And the more that you do that, the healthier you are, the more pelvic musculature you develop. Mm -hmm. the less chance you have of getting incontinence where you sneeze and pee your pants and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It keeps you very healthy. But when you, some women are natural grinders. As a matter of fact, that's the only way that they've learned to achieve a climax is to grind their clitoris down on the base of his pelvis. Mm -hmm. You can, you don't need that much hard, you know, pushing to, to have an orgasm. I caution women from, from learning that as the pathway, because it, it can literally grind your tissue down mm. as you age, you atrophy. And you, just as you wrinkle, mm-hmm. when you get older, you lose tissue volume and you mm. lose tissue volume in your vulva. So you really want to be very gentle with it mm-hmm. and keep it well, got lots of blood flow and you got to eat your greens, mm-hmm. eat your beets. So you have good blood flow. It's very important. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's surprising how much of good sex is good health. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. you can't do the squatting tiger bouncing lion if you don't have any quads. Yes, you know? it's, it's just not going to work. Have good knees. If you, can, if you and if you get up on your feet above him and you ride him 
while you're squatting on them, literally with your feet on the bed, instead of your knees, you get a lot of fluid grace with that. And once you learn to feel your Yoni and listen to her and tap into what she wants and just do what she's asking you to do, you'll start to really have good orgasms from that. When women say to me, I don't know what I want. I just know what I'm getting. Isn't it? I say, you You're just not listening to her. She's telling you in every moment what you want. Experiment more and listen to her and let her guide you. And she will tell you. And sometimes it's fast and sometimes it's slow and sometimes it's deep and sometimes it's shallow. And sometimes you're in complete surrender and sometimes you're in complete control. And sometimes you're grabbing the back of the headboard and you're going crazy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're just lying there totally silent, feeling every second of every sensation. And that's the range we all have within us. Yes. And I love that. And I love the fact that you go so deep in your expertise in it is just amazing because, I mean, there's a lot of intimacy experts out there, but I feel like your take on it and how you approach it is very different. Like there's a lot of science in it. You know, you're teaching me a lot about my body that I didn't even know about. Yeah. And a lot of other women out there. And these are so it's so important for women to know that and know that it's okay to explore your body and it's okay to express yourself sexually, especially when it comes to your partner, because I mean, you're one essentially, you know, and you're trying to become one when you're having sex. And so if that person doesn't know how to properly pleasure you, then, you know, what good is sex if one person is being left out when it's two people trying to enjoy an experience together. So I would also, I also want to know about how can uh, beginners approach like oral sex? Like what are some good techniques to an orgasm through oral sex? Let's see. Well, do you want me to talk about going down on a guy or going down on a girl first? Um, let's start with the with the woman, with the female. So a guy going down on her. Yes, exactly. Okay. So the first thing would be to get really comfortable. I'm a pillow princess. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I love that term. <laughs> I know. You're like, <laughs> Kyra, she's like, I heard that once and now I am one. <laughs> yes, completely, <laughs> utterly. I just became a pillow princess. So did all your listeners like, yeah, now I'm a pillow princess too. Welcome to Club Pillow Princess. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I love to have um, a pillow under my butt with a towel mm. on top. And I love to have my legs butterflied open with two pillows on under each leg so that I'm supported. Mm -hmm. And I love to have a pillow under my head Mm -hmm. and I love to have a little blanket across my top so that I don't get too cold. Mm -hmm. And I love to have my vape right on the bed beside me. Mm -hmm. And I love the lights to be low Mm -hmm. and sexy music to be on. And I love my lover to just take their time and really enjoy themselves. And I love them to rub my belly and rub my mons. And I love them to lick on the outside and lick the hood of my clitoris and lick down the opening to my vagina, which is called the vestibule, which is like, it's like a door with a welcome mat. (laughs) I like him to look down, not up too much at the beginning. And I really love 
my outer labia to be licked, my mm-hmm. inner labia to be licked. What I don't want, and this is the bullseye touch technique, and it works on all parts of your body. Mm-hmm. You teach guys to work from the outside in. You don't want somebody who immediately sticks their tongue on the tip of your clitoris. Mm-hmm. You want pleasuring all around before you ever get to the clitoris, before the tongue ever goes inside. And you need a lot of variety. You need mm-hmm. people to, you need your lover to move around and do different things. In, integrating hands into it, whether that's pleasuring your nipples at the same time they're pleasuring your yoni, or they have one finger inside stroking your G spot while they're licking the outside and sending loving energy between their tongue and down into their finger inside your yoni. These are all very nice things, all the way down to the forchette, which is where your labia come together at the bottom. That's mm-hmm. called the forchette. It's above your perineum. And they come together at the top with the hood of your clitoris. And mm-hmm. your clitoral tip is underneath that hood, but there's also a shaft. You have a little tiny penis. That's what that is. Oh. And then it breaks into arms, two arms, and two little legs. And <sighs> what's great about being able to get that clitoral shaft to have an erection is that then things start feeling really, really good. Mm. So combinations and moving around and variety and not going right for the middle, but working your way in slowly. Those are a lot of good techniques, I think. And also brushing your teeth, flossing, and rinsing your mouth, but not with an antiseptic mouthwash because that's a bacterial killer and clean hands, right? Everything has to be spick and span, super clean because the vagina's microbiome is a very delicate situation and you don't want to use lubes that have a bunch of chemicals in them. You want to use, I like organic avocado oil and organic sweet almond oil. You don't want to use coconut oil. It's a natural antibacterial. It'll disrupt your microbiome. So using good lube for lovemaking and watching the, the spit and making sure your partner's mouth is very clean and wiping the spit off before they penetrate you. These are important little things. And they make us women feel more calm and able to relax into our pleasure. And then what you want to do as the woman is you want to focus on the sensation and you want to find pleasure in the sensation. And then you want to ride that sensation And take yourself into your orgasm and try to stay up in that orgasm and just really enjoy yourself. Anytime something comes to your mind that distracts you, let it go. Sex is a mindfulness practice, just like meditation. If you want to have those ecstatic states where two become one, Mm -hmm. you must learn to manage your mind. As a woman, being estrogen dominant, we are constantly have we constantly have our mind on a million things mm-hmm. and we're always worrying about everything yes. that's estrogen doing that to us you have to be aware that everything is okay you're safe and to let it go next thing let it go next mm-hmm. thing let it go focus on the pleasure focus on the connection 
bring your heart to your partner, touch them with your hands, send love to them, moan, make noise, give them verbal feedback so they know you're enjoying yourself, encourage them to let go, encourage them to get into it, encourage them to take their pleasure in going down on you. And the more you do all of that and make everything good, the easier it'll be to come and the better you'll come. Mm. That's some good knowledge there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like into this right now. I'm just listening. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm soaking it all in right now because I mean, this is important for males to know this because they don't know how to pleasure a woman. They see this vagina and it's like, all right, I see this opening besides putting my penis in there. What do I really do with this? How do I properly pleasure a woman's vagina aside from just the clitoris to give her that that orgasm that she wants and needs and and desires and even in regards to a woman she sees this penis in front of her and it's like oh it's great you know and it's hard and it's erect and it's ready to go but how does a woman properly give a male a blowjob as well to pleasure him to be able to have an orgasm well the very first thing i would say about giving a blowjob. And I am a blowjob aficionado. Boy, do I give some good head. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I mean, Number one reason is because I absolutely love it because it gets mm-hmm. me off. Now, yeah. most women don't understand that a penis in our mouth and throat is mm-hmm. going to give us orgasms. So a lot of women are looking at, I mean, I even think the word blowjob's a bad thing because it sounds like work. Let's yeah. call it a blow vacation. <laughs> Let's call it a blowgasm. Mine. Yes. Doesn't have to be hard, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> exactly. And the interesting thing too, is that I don't really like to have ejaculate in my mouth. Me personally, some women love it. Mm-hmm. Some women like it on them. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I like it in my vagina because I know all the 20 good things that are in semen oh. and I don't have to worry about contraception. I'm taken care of, mm-hmm. even though at 60, I still have my period because I use bioidentical hormone replacement. Mm-hmm. I can't conceive. So I don't have to worry about it. But the semen has mood lifters, serotonin, it has uh, zinc for cognitive function, it has testosterone that helps with, gives us balls and confidence and makes us like sex more. And there's so, and luteinizing hormone to regulate our menstrual cycle. So I don't want to waste it. I like it inside me. I feel like it's very good to have it inside me. And I don't like the, the taking it in and the swallowing it for myself personally. Mm-hmm. And so when I go down on my partner, uh, he's, I'm, I'm not trying to get him to come. Mm-hmm. And I think when you take the pressure off of trying to get him to come to ejaculate, mm-hmm. it can help you relax because there's no pressure that you're going to have to take him all the way. Mm-hmm. And then you can go as long as you want. And, and if you go down on him for a while and then you take a break and do something else. Maybe he goes down on you and then you do some 69 and then you have a little intercourse and then you go back. And once you're using organic avocado oil, you just wipe it off with a towel. I mean, you can eat that stuff. I can make you a salad dressing with my food, <laughs> right? I mean, I literally have a recipe called Viagret. 
like vinaigrette, Viagrette, the undressing dressing, because I want people to eat more healthy fats and not the crappy fats and bottled salad dressing because that wrecks your arteries and that gives you erectile dysfunction. And we have as much erectile Mm. tissue in our vulva as our men do. So we're getting erectile dysfunction too. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean we can't get it up, but it means we don't feel as much. I see. So we got to watch what we eat. Mm-hmm. More greens. Got to eat the greens. Definitely. Got to eat the reds. Yes. Gotta eat the beets. That's what All keeps your that. sex life good. So when you go down on him, don't feel like you're trying to be a vagina. Mm-hmm. You want to put his penis, you want to use his penis for your pleasure. Mm. You want to swirl it around like you're putting on lipstick. You want to stick it up underneath between uh, your teeth and your your lips, like up in your gums. Stick it mm. in the sides of your cheek with your teeth closed. That will get your spit running. Mm. And then lick it. Use your hands. Suck on it. Stroke it. Do some, try and push it into your mouth. See if you can tickle the back of your throat. When you gag... The gag reflex is just the beginning of the orgasmic contraction. Mm. As you condition yourself and open yourself to the pleasure and you start to pleasure your mouth with his penis, you're going to get past that point where you gag and you're going to realize that it's turning you on and starting to give you orgasms. Your spit will change over time. You'll go from it being kind of clear and slippery, like the pre-cum that comes out of his penis to white. And then it gets foamy and it goes through all these different stages. And if you just relax and do what you want to do with that penis and don't Mm -hmm. worry about getting it off, it's having a good time. Mm -hmm. Men like to be in service to the goddess. They want, they will give up their pleasure to give you pleasure. Mm. Not all. I mean, there is a one out of 10 people is on the sociopathic spectrum. We've all (laughs) realized that with the last president, right? Yes, definitely. (laughs) How much do you love Biden Harris administration? I think aren't they so good? Yes, definitely. I mean, there's some kinks in there, but overall, yes, we're definitely a step. We're a step ahead of what we were at. A year or so ago. (laughs) Although our country has definitely gone backward because all those all those white supremacists have come out of the their dirty little woodwork. And Mm -hmm. I know it is. But you know what? Now we know who you are. Absolutely. See you. You can't hide. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. (laughs) But yeah, that's um, that's really it. It's just the it's just the take the pressure off. Have fun, play with the cock, play with the pussy, look at them. I mean, if I take a new lover, the very first thing they get is a pussy tour. I Mm. spread my legs, I make them get on in there and I show them where everything is. This is my mons. This is my outer labia. These are my inner labia. Look, when I open them up, they look like little butterflies. Aren't they pretty? (laughs) This is the vestibule. This is the opening to my vagina. That's called the introitus or introidal sphincter. It doesn't like the doors to be battered down. It likes you to knock nicely and ask to come in. And she will let you know when she wants you in. This is my fourchette, my perineum. 
These are my sweet little butt cheeks. Um, you know, just sh- this is the clit. This is my hood. I'm going to pull the hood back. There's my clit. How cute is that? That's just the tip. There's a shaft. It goes up in here. It all likes to be touched. Don't ignore any of this. Play with the whole pussy pie. It's all Mm -hmm. yours to enjoy. And then when they're given of tour and permission and they see how comfortable you are, Mm-hmm. Then they're like, okay, I can just check this out and get used to it. Everybody's is different. And I'm, I'm really appreciating that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I love that. And uh, Susan, I just love you so much. <laughs> Aww, I love you right back. Connor. I love your sense of humor You're and everything. <laughs> you are a very <laughs> switched on woman. Oh, thank you. I'm I- glad you found a voice in podcasting. You just keep on. I will. Thank you. You are providing so much. You're a shepherdess. Oh, thank you. I try. I try to give a lot of knowledge to my listeners because it's great having different people on and them talking about what they do, where they come from and how they've become successful. But also it's like, how are we also giving back to others? Because there's so many people that want to be successful out here and they don't know the ropes. And, you know, you coming on and giving your expertise in this based on your experiences, you know, that's helping so many other people. And that's what it's about. It's giving back too. it's yeah. you gain it. Why not give it back and share it with the world? You know, it makes the world go round. Amen. And that's what life is about. <laughs> Sharing. Yeah. And so, okay. I also want to get into, do you feel like size matters? Because this is a big debate amongst a lot of people, whether or not, you know, having a large penis or a small penis can actually get you to have that that orgasm that you so that you so much crave as a woman. Do you feel like that's true? Well, I think that everybody is on a spectrum. You know, if you think about humanity, we're on a bell curve. There are small bodies. There are large bodies. There are large bodies with small vaginas. There are small bodies with large vaginas. There are small bodies with big penises and big bodies with small penises. I mean, it really runs the gamut. Mm -hmm. And there's pretty much most people fall into the big center of the the chart, you know, Mm -hmm. and they work pretty well together. There are Mm -hmm. some people who are very, very tiny, mm-hmm. like two inches, three inches. And for many women, that is not quite enough material to work with. Mm-hmm. There are men on the other end of the spectrum that are eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 inches long. And not all women are up for that either. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out that most people are in the six inch men's in the six inch, five and a half to six inch range. Mm -hmm. And that's comfortable for almost most of the women in the middle of that line. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I am very, very knowledgeable about is penis enlargement. Mm. And I encourage any man that wants to be bigger to use a vacuum erection device called a penis pump. The one that I recommend is called the Whopper Mm -hmm. because it's a two-cylinder system that gives both length and girth. Most penis pumps don't have good gauges and they they don't um, help you really get big. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they're more like novelty I- items from China and stuff like that. So if a man wants to be bigger, he can use a vacuum erection device and he can grow his penis. He can improve the blood carrying capacity and grow new tissue through the vacuum, pulling more blood into the penis. And there is nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, I think once you hit 40, you should have a penis pump and you should be pumping it once a week, once every other week, just to reverse the atrophy of aging because your penis is going to shrink. No different from a woman where I'm encouraging her to use vaginal estrogen as she ages, to use photobiomodulation, red light therapy in her vagina, to make sure that she's using organic lubrication, to make sure that she's getting good good exercise in her muscles and her pelvic muscles, having frequent sex so that her genitals stay in good shape, Mm. um, dealing with any problems that arise so that she doesn't stop having sex. I mean, I think all of these are really good. And then there's sexual regenerative treatments that can also help turn back the hands of time. Mm -hmm. So for me personally, I have a giant vagina. Mm -hmm. I am almost six feet tall and I got a big one Mm -hmm. and I need a fairly large penis. I like a seven, eight inch penis. That's what feels good to me. Mm -hmm. Most women are happy with six inches. And if it's a party night, they'd pick a seven for a novelty item, but they don't want anything bigger. Mm. But men have watched so much pornography that they think everybody should have these giant penises. So they're going through their own body dysmorphia Mm -hmm. due to the media. Just the same as women have gone through it from Madison Avenue, airbrushing everything and all the porn stars being perfect and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Everybody thinking we need to have a, a, a vagina that looks like a little girl. That's mm-hmm. not true at all, you know, yeah. but that's what porn has planted in the minds of people. This, this aesthetic type mm-hmm. of thing. Definitely. But I think we are finding our way toward understanding that every penis is great. Every vagina is great. They're all beautiful. They're all different. That health is what is important. That heart is what is important. Mm -hmm. That lifelong learning and adding techniques and finding your way together is really the best. Mm -hmm. Will you date someone whose penis is too small for you that although they're a great guy, they're not really going to fill you up enough? Chances are that you might. What is that guy going to do with that small penis? He might decide to use a vacuum erection device, the whopper and pump his penis up. Um, you know, we're, we all have different gifts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's what makes the world go round. Yeah. And, you know, to be honest, I've had this conversation with so many women and they honestly say like size doesn't matter. You know, the mindset is that size matters. I mean, for me personally, I like someone that has a larger penis, but I do hear from women saying they don't mind an average size penis. Six inches is great for them because for some women, that's a lot to take on. Like if you have an eight, nine, 10 inch penis and you're super girthy, that can hurt after, you know, 10, 15 minutes of just pounding the pavement, (laughs) You know, so to speak. So some a lot of women actually just prefer just an average penis and someone that's able to just, you know, uh, know what they're doing in the bedroom. That's all that's 
really important for them is if you know their anatomy, you know how to have, allow them to have an orgasm is really all that matters at the end of the day. So guys, don't feel bad if, you know, you're not the size of a porn star. You don't have to be in order to, you know, make a woman have an orgasm or feel a sense of pleasure. It's just learning her body. And that's why Susan is here today to give tips to people that have these ideas in their mind and don't really understand and know what it's really like to pleasure somebody and what are the techniques and skills that you can use in your own personal life in the bedroom to make things more steamy and have just a wonderful sex life. And that's what it's about. Enjoy your sex life. Enjoy sex. It's freaking great. (laughs) It feels wonderful. So don't be ashamed. Exactly. Yes. And okay, so in a in a study that I was actually reading on onlinedivorce.com, and you know I love my statistics, it said that 43% of women and 31% of men have a low sex drive. And I know that you um have your company Power of 20 and you make uh botanical supplements for vitality, sexual um stimulator, I guess it's to give um so what exactly are the botanicals that the s- supplements that you um have on your website and the sexual energy bars. How did you start getting into that? And what is like the importance for you of why you decided to create these supplements, vitality supplements? People throughout history, all of the indigenous people of the world, all over earth have always found plants, roots, berries, barks, things that make them feel more sexual desire. Because when you feel sexual desire, when you feel lust, mm-hmm. you have more lust for life. You just, yes. when you're turned on, if you're a turn, Kyra, you're a turned on woman. I'm a yes. turned on woman. Mm-hmm. We're magnetically attracted, attractive because we're turned on. We're turned on to life. We're turned on to our sexuality. We're full of potential. Mm-hmm. And that's a feeling that everybody wants to have. And so I am a very anti-pharmaceutical person. I mean, there are some people who need to be on pharmaceutical drugs and I totally respect that, but I don't want to be on any. (laughs) And I want to be as horny as I can. (laughs) And that just makes me feel good. And your libido is the other side of the same coin of your health, your overall health. When you don't feel healthy, you don't have a good libido. When you Mm -hmm. feel healthy, I mean, I can tell. I, I can tell when I'm feeling good and I can tell when I'm tired or worn out, or I have something wrong with me because my libido goes down. Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to do, what, when I realized that, oh, okay, sex techniques, I can write sex techniques all day, but if someone can't ask for what they want or trust their body and doesn't have good bedroom communication skills and doesn't know how to moan and can't give lovers appreciation and acknowledgement and pillow talk and sensual talk and all these things, verbal stuff, then that's not enough because if they don't have their sexual health, if they don't feel horny, Mm -hmm. then none of this other stuff matters. So I started out doing sex techniques, brought on all the bedroom communication skills and the dirty talk, dirty talk with dignity, I like to call it, (laughs) or how to talk dirty without feeling weird. That's another one that I like to use. Mm -hmm. And then I said, okay, what people really need is a little libido boost. Mm -hmm. So 
I looked at all the studies. I'm a numbers nerd like you are. That's one of the mm-hmm. things I like about you. You're all quoting 873,000 people have died of COVID this year, you know, and all that stuff. <laughs> and they have, damn it. And yeah. uh, that's an undercount. Yeah. And uh, it's a very serious thing. We've got to protect our, our most sensitive people. Absolutely. So when I looked at all of the data and I looked at all of the indigenous wisdom, I realized that there were five botanicals that were from around the world that were what people had been using for eons to feel more desire. Mm. And I really think there's so much to indigenous wisdom that Mm -hmm. we think we are so much smarter than the people who came before us, but we've been Mm. on this earth for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years evolving in our environment. We know what makes us horny. Mm-hmm. And here are the five. The five are Tongue Cat Ali. It's a root from Malaysia. Tribulus terrestris. It's a little yellow vine from the Mediterranean. Fenugreek. It's a fennel tasting seed that's an Ayurvedic medicine from India. Mm. Maca root, which is a Peruvian root, kind of looks like the potato of Peru. So South American. And cacao, which is our mm. equatorial chocolate. Mm. And so if you have cacao or chocolate that with no sugar in it, because sugar's bad for your body, mm. and you have maca, tribulus, fenugreek, and tonkatali. The thing about using plant medicines for libido botanicals or aphrodisiacs is that Plant medicines, you can't take them every day, all the time, and have them be efficacious. You need to cycle through them. Mm. And if you take them, but you're not getting enough vitamin D, you don't have any selenium, you don't have any calcium, you don't have any magnesium, you don't have boron. Boron is one of the things that takes your testosterone from bound to free so you can actually utilize it. And If you don't have the basic vitamins and minerals, the nutrients that you need, taking botanicals isn't going to matter. So what I did was I made a daily vitamin mineral complex, like a one a day with a little something more. I put a libido botanical in it and I made it three different vitamins. So you can take one the first month, the next one, the second month, the next one, third month, you get your daily vitamin mineral, but the botanical changes month to month to month so that you're cycling through them. So your body's not getting acclimatized to them. When it, when it acclimates to it, it doesn't, you don't get that same zesty zing, Mm -hmm. but if you cycle through every 30 days to the other one, and then the next one and the next one, and then repeat, it works like a charm to make you feel a little more turned on, a little more desirous, a little more sexy. So the energy bars are going to have the maca and the cacao in them. And I'm putting those on the line very, very soon. We had to wait for some parts from China for the production line. (laughs) We know how that's going with everything right now. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that'll be kind of like a stack, um, a sexual biohacking stack of things you can do. Take your daily vitamin mineral, Mm -hmm. eat your energy bar, really good for you, no sugar, has lots of great things in it. And then the last thing, and really the first thing is a blood flow supplement because sex is all about blood flow. Mm -hmm. If you don't have the blood flow, 
to your genitals. Everybody thinks, oh, my hormones. I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't want sex because my hormones are bad. That's not actually true. Mm. It's your nitric oxide production, which is how you get the blood to your penis or your vulva. Mm-hmm. Because if it doesn't plump up with an erection, because you have diminished blood carrying capacity, then you don't have sensation. One of the biggest things that happens to older people is sensation loss, not just Mm. flaccidness and shriveling and shrinking and atrophy and laxity, but you can't feel your orgasms as much as you used to. And so get supporting your blood flow with a nitric oxide booster. And the one that I make, it's called flow and it's Mm -hmm. citrulline based. It comes from organic watermelon rinds. We we ferment it and then Mm -hmm. we dry them in big dryers and then we powder it and put it in a capsule because you don't want to eat a lot of watermelon juice. It's high in fructose. So Mm -hmm. it's a little fattening, if you will. Mm -hmm. But uh, the citrulline is very, very good for getting your blood moving all through your body to your brain when you're thinking, to your heart, when you're working out and to all your parts, including your genitals when you're making love. Mm. And now do these supplements work for males and females? Yeah. Remember, we have the same parts arranged Mm -hmm. in different order. So the only difference is that women are estrogen dominant and men are testosterone dominant. So they have a competitive advantage in the horniness category. (laughs) I see. (laughs) They definitely do. That's why they need to come back and get us. Exactly. (laughs) We need to be on the same accord. Slow down and slow down some more. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you some uh, flow and desire. Desire is the name of the supplement. And the website, if you're listening and you're interested in them, is the20store.com. Or you can just go to buyflownow.com or buydesirenow.com. That's actually a better link because it's free shipping. Mm. Buy flow now, buy desire now. And you don't have to buy, you can just go look. Yes, absolutely. Well, you guys make sure you go ahead and get that. And so I want to leave off with this last question that I have for you. And I love to ask my guests this with all of the accolades that you have in your repertoire, you're successful, you know, you're beautiful. You have a lot going on for yourself and you're an amazing intimacy expert. I mean, you go really deep into this whole thing. It's not surface level. It's deeper than that. It's more spiritual. I like to call you more of a intimacy spirituality expert, mm, <laughs> so nice. to speak. But um, do you feel like you found your life's purpose? Oh, my life's purpose. Yes. Is coming up with fun shit to do. <laughs> this is what people love about me. My mm-hmm. gift is mm-hmm. thinking up fun things. Mm -hmm. Um, whether that's me thinking about erotic play dates for you, how to have Mm -hmm. more fun or my people coming up with crazy ideas for us to do. Um, that's my gift. So being the courageous sexpert and teaching passionate lovemaking techniques. Sure. Mm -hmm. That is a very fulfilling thing, but what I really do, I always think about myself as someone who gives permission. Like it's okay to love having sex and you can get better at it. And inspiration. Mm -hmm. I really love to give people ideas because people want to have good sex. They just don't know what to do. 
And so I love to give people great ideas. I like to inspire them with great ideas. So that's really the thing that is my gift that fulfills me is when people are like, oh my God, that was so much fun. Thank you. for. Th- I would have never thought to do that. Thank yeah. you for thinking it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would definitely say you are, you have found your life's purpose for sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let everybody know where they can connect with you and get these botanicals and these energy bars. Well, let's see. Um, I think we gave you um, by flow now and by desire now. And I think I gave you a few other free gifts like thrust in time was one we talked about. Um, Oh, I've got another one that your listeners might like. If, if, if you like this idea of um, learning more about arousal and how to turn a body on, there's um, a book and a video that I did with my mentor explaining step-by-step how to feel more turn on and desire. Mm-hmm. And that's at arousalsecrets.com. Perfect. And then if you want to follow me on Instagram, uh, it's my name at Susan Bratton, S-U-S-A-N-B-R-A-T-T-O-N, like the brat that weighs a ton, Bratton, Susan Bratton. Um Better Lover is where you'd go if you want to learn about how to cross the gasm chasm and have orgasms from intercourse. That's free, Mm betterlover.com. And then if you want to read about making whoopee like glissando and the feline grind and bouncing tiger, squatting lion and all that stuff and, and the 20 kinds of orgasms and how to have them, that's all at my main website where I publish all my articles. That's personal life media dot com. So I'm in a lot of places. Yes, I see. That's a wonderful though. That's what happens when you get old and you were one of the people that invented the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, certainly. <laughs> and for everyone else, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Vibe Selection. I am your host, Kyra, and you can follow me on IG at I am Kyra Mahoney. If you'd like to support the Vibe Selection podcast, you can do so at www. Uh, patreon.com slash vibe selection or if you like to get some vibe selection merch you can do so at www.teespring.com slash vibe selection and you can also like and subscribe to my youtube channel thank you so much once again for tuning in to another episode of vibe selection i'll see you all next week stay safe stay healthy out there bye Thank you for joining Vibe Selection with Kyra. Come vibe out with us again next time and hear the latest on today's hot topics. Find us on Instagram at I am Kyra Mahoney or donate at www.patreon.com slash vibe selection.